Hello, you came back. Thank you very much. This is Tim and I'm the average YouTuber. And uh, yeah, in this episode, I want to talk to you real quickly about what I think qualifies me to give you advice on growing your YouTube channel. So as I've said in a previous episode, I have two YouTube channels. One of them has literally just this weekend just gone over the 2,000 subscriber mark and the other one has around 1,100 subscribers today. Um, the the main channel, let's call it, the one with the 2,000 subscribers is mostly about mountain biking and I've been uploading videos to that channel for 10 years and uh, I've never thought until probably two years ago that there was anything more to uploading videos than just sharing them with your friends. So occasionally we would go out mountain biking i'd take my cameras or my gopro and just record a video on the day and then share it with everybody at the end of the day and typically it would be watched by the people that came along and that was it uh, as i got more and more into uh, enjoying making those little videos i started to think more and more about different angles and music and editing techniques to try and make them a little bit more interesting and I don't think I'm an expert. I'm pretty average, as the name suggests, but they gradually became more interesting and started to be watched by other people outside of my immediate group. And even then, at that stage, I didn't think anything more other than the fact that, oh, that's cool. You know, some guy in Australia has subscribed to my YouTube channel and has just commented on my little mountain bike ride at the weekend. That was all I thought about it. As time went on, you get more comments, you get people complimenting you, I guess, so so to speak, on, on what you've done, and you start to perhaps do a little bit more. Then, as, as you watch more and more YouTube, you see that people do reviews as well as just, you know, days out. So I started reviewing the odd piece of equipment that I might have bought, like a bag or, a, or my bike or something, and those videos started to get a lot more views. And before too long... You start realizing that uh, there's there's actually a gathering following of people that are interested in what you do. Then lockdown occurred two years ago, and uh, COVID took sent a lot of people to Netflix and YouTube, and a lot of people started creating YouTube channels. I was lucky that I already had like a a, a base subscriber following of a, a few hundred subscribers. And so it wasn't too difficult for me to then start uploading weekly videos and start this journey towards being monetized. And and the end of the summer of the first lockdown in 2020, uh, my channel hit that thousand subscribers and um, and I got monetized. And that was quite a nice, nice feeling. And then within the first month or two, you start realizing that there's... 30 pounds a month coming in from AdSense and it just makes you feel quite good about those videos that you've uh, you've uploaded. It's taken me at least well it's taken me another two years to get another thousand subscribers. Now that's not because I haven't tried it's probably because I've made lots of mistakes it's probably because I've been busy I have a full-time job and um, and gaining subscribers in uh, quite a tricky niche is is hard mountain biking is either about reviews and technology or it's about real hard 
exciting adrenaline fueled adventures now i'm 50 years old there's not a huge amount of adrenaline in a lot of the mountain biking that i do it's uh it's gives me a buzz but uh, it may not be very exciting for other people to watch and as far as reviews are concerned i can't buy the latest tech because it costs thousands or hundreds of pounds and uh, how am i going to go and review something unless i spend the money on it so it, it's become difficult to grow it beyond that thousand and uh, i'm learning how to do it and i've got some ideas and that's part of the idea of this channel this podcast is to explain some of those um those techniques and some of those ideas and hopefully you'll stick with me and we'll uh, we'll come to that in uh, in future episodes the second channel that i've got is uh, i think a bit of a lockdown success for me I started uploading videos to it around two years ago and those mostly were videos that I figured that I could make while I was sat at my desk while working from home every single day of the week. So I created a little mock-up studio where I could point my camera down at my desk and I could just do some very basic videos of some tech that I had lying around on my desk. Started off with pens and notepads, then it was my watch and that kind of stuff and it just progressed and short videos during lockdown really helped it really took off and before too long I would say from start to finish it probably took about 18 months to get monetized and that has started as being just tech that I've I've had lying around my desk and I say tech I'm talking about biros and ballpoint pens here to digital watches. Um, one of my interests is digital watches, so I started making short videos about Casio digital watches, and I've got a little bit of a collection, and uh, and that collection started to grow. So watch of the day became a thing for me, and um, those have been what has grown, those videos have been what have grown the channel. I can make a very short video while I'm out walking, Hello YouTube, watch of the day is a Casio XYZ, it's really cool, I like the strap, boom, upload, done, 500 views, that kind of stuff. It was really easy, it's really fun, and it's something I can do without giving a great deal of thought, quite lazy in many ways, but shorts are just like that. You can make a very simple, effective short video without doing too much actual hard work behind it. So... That channel now has become 1,100 or so subscribers. Most of those people are coming because they want to see watch videos. Um, I've got to the stage where to actually review and video more watches. I need to get my hands on them. Now, that's quite a difficult thing to do when uh, watches are not cheap. You can't buy a new watch every week. I can't buy a new watch every month unless, of course, they continue to be cheap ones. So... Therein lies a bit of a, a problem. I'm at a, a stage where it's growing. I need to keep the momentum up. And what do I do? And the same goes for the other channel. It's growing. What do I do? I can't continue to, to buy things just to review them. And reviews are definitely what people like to see. And uh, it's very difficult to make super exciting um, adrenaline fueled videos about uh, digital watches or you know, or me on my bike when I don't do uh, jumping off cliffs or something. So, yeah, so those are the things that qualify me as being an average YouTuber. Um, I'm going to show you what I do. I'm going to share all my stuff, warts and all. 
let you know how things are going on a weekly basis, give you some tips and advice. And uh, and hopefully this podcast will help me focus my thoughts on my YouTube channels and it will make me a little bit more accountable for what I'm doing. And as a byproduct of that, I'll hopefully start growing my YouTube channel alongside growing the following on this podcast. So thank you once again for listening. Next time, we'll talk a little bit more about some tips or some advice. And that's where we'll go going forward. And uh, yeah, please subscribe, follow or whatever the terminology is with podcasts these days. And there's a link in the description where you can go and click on it. You can go to the Anchor website, which is the, the hosting service of this podcast, and you can actually leave a voice memo that I can use in future videos. So if you want to leave some comments, maybe I'll use them in a future video, a future video, a future podcast. And uh, yeah, I think that'll be really fun. I'll try and make this a bit more interactive. So thank you very much for listening. I will catch you in another episode real soon.